Luca? Yeah. Did you ever practice indoor voice? I get loud when I get nervous <laughs> and excited. <laughs> What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Alpha Relations. My name is Luca, and I'm here with my other two co-hosts, Alan. Hey. And Alex. Hello. And today, we got ourselves a pretty exciting episode. We got a few few things we want to run through. But before we get into this, um, no, this week has been a little bit of a rough one. And so I want to take the time just to check up on you guys, see how you guys are doing this week. Well, well, thank you for asking, Luca. That's, that's very sincere of you. I'm proud of you. You held it together. <laughs> <laughs> it did not take me four minutes to do this intro five. It, take, it took five okay you guys have to stop looking at that <laughs> that's okay that's okay but uh in all seriousness I'm, I'm pretty good man i can't complain we're in full swing with the semester uh for myself and for you guys i'm spending more time online on zoom than i would like to and it's kind of getting a bit frustrating because i feel like my eyes are going squared looking at a screen all day long for nine to 10 hours at a time. The only thing I'm doing besides that is just like trying to catch up on sleep when I can. And then we're playing Among Us when, <laughs> when I can. And that's becoming a bit of an issue. Because it's a, little, <laughs> a little bit uh, on the addictive side of things. Other than that, hey, thumbs up. I'm great. Uh, this week's been a little bit hectic, especially today. Um, we've had a little COVID scare at my internship, so... I'm just dealing with that and all of the stress and anxiety that comes with it. So I had to get tested today. Um, so yeah, it's it's been it's been a little bit of a hectic week, like Luca said. But I'm happy that we're all here and able to record the third episode for you guys. Oh yeah, that's it. There's nothing like getting in the squad on a Friday night. You know, after a rather busy, hectic, stressful week for some of us. Yeah. But here we are. Here we are. And hey, you know, it's not like we could be outside because everything is closed. So how about hey. <laughs> We're back. Oh my gosh. So tell me, like, what was, what was that like? It's your first time getting tested. Yeah. Uh, up the nose, down the throat, a little bit of both? A little bit of both. That sounded weird. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> um, Honestly, I was really nervous getting tested just because a lot of people I know have had to get tested and they did not um, describe the experience as a pleasant one. So I was a little nervous getting it done, but it's not as bad as I thought it would be. The throat swab is is nothing like you, you barely feel it. You just kind of feel like coughing afterwards, but you know, it was fine. The nose one is literally what everybody says. It sucks. It's like you're snorting pool water, and that's just really not a pleasant sensation to have. But no, overall, it was good. And like my my nurse was really nice. She was trying to pull jokes with me. I wasn't really appreciating them because I was so <laughs> nervous. But like in retrospect, like it did make me feel a little bit more comfortable. It's actually pretty funny. So I'm going to tell you guys the story. Um, so she had tonic water instead of just regular water. And who the hell drinks tonic water for fun? That's a good right? point. Right? Right. So she's like, yeah, I know I'm a little weird because people usually mix this with gin. And I'm like, yeah, like it is a bit strange. But she's like, I just like tonic water. She's like, I don't drink um, fizzy soft drinks or anything like that. So I usually just drink this. 
So I'm, I'm, you know, looking at her. (laughs) I'm like, all right, cool. And then the other nurse was just saying to her, she's like, how do you know you don't, like, we don't know that you don't have gin in your tonic water right now. And she's Mm -hmm. like, don't worry, I don't. And then she's looking at me and she's walking all over, like, you know, like, whoa, trying to like pretend like she's falling over and, and whatnot. And I'm just like, lady, please don't do this to me right now like i know you're clearly joking but i'm stressed as hell so Mm. no thanks but yeah so she did it that was fine damn that is kind of weird especially the tonic water part right like it's so weird (laughs) why not just have a canada dry then right i don't know why i didn't suggest that but she was just vibing with her tonic water so i'm gonna let her do her (laughs) right yeah fair enough Fair enough. Did you, so you got the test done at a, a clinic, a, a drive-thru? A drive-thru. Oh, mm-hmm. all this happened while you were like passing through in your car. Okay. So I don't know if there are actual like in the car drive throughs There are. Yeah. That's a real thing. Yeah. Weird. But no, I did not go to like a car drive through one. So basically it was stationed in the back of um, Hotel Brassard on the South Shore. So you just park behind of the hotel and then you just line up and they call you in one by one and you just go into a room they take down your info you go into another room they test you and then you leave huh how about that how about that luca have you had to get tested uh thankfully not yet come on man everybody's doing it i know but like (laughs) you know if if you have like symptoms and stuff then or you've been exposed or thought to be exposed to then obviously like I think it's a good idea to go, but why why waste any resources if I don't have anything or haven't been in contact with anybody that has? Very true. Well, I'm curious to know what your experience will be like if you ever have to get it done. Hopefully not. I mean, Alex, yeah, well, for some it is. It's quite the sensation. I mean, I got I got upset at my nurse. She (laughs) she didn't waste any time. I was the first person there. Um, I got uh, a test done in May, I believe, early May. And I'm the first person there. There wasn't anyone else. And she she literally just told me, says, this is going to suck. And I'm just going to go in and out, like right now. I'm like, okay, puts the swab right up my nose. And it's as if you have nerves that have never been touched before, obviously, <laughs> firing off, right, yeah. going to my brain. And I'm, I'm like, I'm like, oh, that's pain. And I'm just like, I'm going to push her away any millisecond, <laughs> any millisecond as, as the whole test only lasts no more than five six seconds max and then she pulls it out and i felt violated right yeah it feels basically like it's in there for yeah. so long yeah and it's really not i just it imagine the pain honestly took me a day a, a whole day uh, for the for the irritation to uh, dissipate yeah. yeah honestly both of them would be disastrous for me any anything like just putting the thing in my mouth bro i'm gonna, I'm gonna gag no, i throw up on her really honestly like, oh. i've had moments there with luca that he's he's vomited as some would say. Honestly, I think there was only one. There was only one moment. The iconic, <laughs> the, the iconic the moment. Huh? Is that the plant? The plant story? Is it you that vomited in a plant? Who vomited in a plant? Oh, no, no, that's not us. <laughs> oh, maybe it was me maybe when I was younger, but not this story. How many? Oh. Okay. okay. All right. Yeah. You know, I was only kidding. You know, just busting your chain there, making jokes. But if you'd like to, you got a thing with vomiting in plants, man, then okay. <laughs> My gosh, Luca, my boy, man. No, you make me laugh. But uh, in all seriousness, I do have something I want to bring up, man. Not in terms of vomiting, because I, I know what that was in relation to that time. But it was it was in the greater scheme of things. Of, and Luca, Luca and nerves and anxiety. 
something oh, yeah. we all go through, mm-hmm. you know, and there's just something that I've been meaning to bring up. And Luca, I just wanted to say, honestly, I'm, like, I'm not even joking about it, man. I'm so proud of the work that you've been doing lately, especially around school. Okay. Yeah. And I know you're going to tell the people about it in a second, but what you have been telling us, how you visualize yourself, how you see yourself compared to what you're actually producing in terms of the content that, uh, that you have been uh, working hard at. I don't see it, man. I don't see it. So good for you. That's, you that's all I want to say. Yeah. We're you know? so proud of you. That's it. So what, what have you been up to big boy? We had, we've had our, we had our first event, you know, that, uh, we had all our boys show up too for the, the meeting <laughs> greet for the association, which was honestly like such a great event. And if you're an AHSC, you know, go follow our pages. Cause we have some, we have some events coming up and it was actually so much fun. It would have been nicer if there was obviously more people, but honestly, like it was, it was, it was great. It was great. Uh, you know? I'm, I'm happy with the amount of people that showed up because those who showed up, you know, didn't go home empty handed. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no, it was fun, man. It was fun, you know. But yeah, it was great. It was great. I know. Prior to it, there was there was some nerves. There was some nerves that I definitely had. You know, social. I guess social anxiety is. You know, there's a spectrum to it, right? Some people have it more to the extreme. Some people are on the other side, and then there's everything in between. So, you know, social anxiety has always been something I've sort of dealt with growing up and stuff. And even like when I was younger, like before, like hockey and soccer and stuff yo there used to be some moments where you just throw up you know like i'm like it, it, it's rough out there it's rough out there i don't even pretend so growing up no, social anxiety has always been like one of my biggest weaknesses and um yeah on like being in this position right now i obviously like we've we've grown over the years and i've worked a lot on just getting more outgoing and this program itself you know human relations um is a big big reason for um being able to become more comfortable being sort of like in front of people and just having to socialize. And um, yeah, you know, I, I messaged uh, Alan before the, the event or the group chat and I was like, yo, I'm nervous right now. <laughs> I'm nervous as hell right now because it was the first event I was um, I was leading. And yeah, I you know going into it, it's so weird because every time like you have to do like some kind of like, like speech or you have to start something off, like even before this podcast, like there's just those nerves were like, damn, I don't even know. It's so hard to explain. It's just like you get so up in your head and you start overthinking the whole process that like you just get so nervous and you're just expecting to mess up and, and that's thought, why we spent the first five minutes trying to get it right <laughs> <laughs> which is just interesting though from seeing your perspective of being the person that i was giving like the intro to to the event and then throughout you know leading the event just seeing how the way you saw it compared to like what's going on in my head trying to you know stay calm and not overthink what's what i'm saying you know and just sort of being casual and calm Dude, you killed it. Honestly, I mean, I know. I mean, I have a bias. I mean, I'm your boy. You know, we've been <laughs> good friends for a couple of years now. But I think the important part is to realize that you you believe in what you're doing and you're having a good time with it. And then I think your nerves just went away. Yeah. You no, know? because I didn't yeah. see one you know aspect that indicated to me that oh, Luke is nervous and, and he's not he's not vibing with what's currently going on. You just did it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so true. That's it. So true. And I think it's. I think it was important to know, too, that, I mean, those who did attend, I mean, yes, I mean, there were some individuals who didn't know the main group, in this case, it being your friends, you know, your little squad yeah. there. Yeah. But, uh, you know, everyone that was there was just there to have just to have a good time, get to know each yeah, other sure. and just to listen to what uh, what was being provided. And mm-hmm. you killed it. You killed it. Thank you. you know, so Thank you. Keep it up, man. Hell yeah. Yeah, Hell yeah. I'm excited. I, I am feeling a lot more comfortable, uh, definitely speaking in, in these situations. You know, it's been... 
pretty much what three years now in this in this program pretty much being exposed yeah. every every semester you're pretty much thrown into a brand new group or thrown into like a new setting where you're constantly having to interact with people which i think greatly greatly like helped me just improve and become more outgoing and also just having you know people like you alan and pat in a lot of my classes you know Aww. you know like you especially since the start like you are all pretty much in all my classes like our first year sure. or more or less yeah so a lot of the times what happened was that you sort of became like my my safe zone in every class. So although I was not necessarily in your group or we weren't like whatever, sometimes I'd have to come, come give Papa Bear a hug. Come give Papa Bear a hug. <laughs> oh my uh, I wish we had so video if people would see that I have my so arms cute. up right now. I'm trying to like embrace Luca virtually. Oh my god. Oh my god. That was a beautiful moment. That was so cute. It was. Yeah. That was so sweet. Oh my god. Yeah. Wow. Was real, man. I felt that. Yeah. Felt that. Yeah. It's, it's like so true. You know, you sort of like at the start it was like sort of like you were like my safe zone. So although you weren't in my my group necessarily when working with our people, just be having you there instantly gave me like a little boost of like being more outgoing. And that sort of over time over that first year of always being sort of with you and being able to have that safe zone. When I came into the next semester, the next year, where I think I didn't take one course of you for like a whole year. That's true. One, during, one semester, one semester, I think. Yeah, over, yeah. maybe one semester. Yeah. But like, I felt going into that other semester because I was so used to having that safe base, mm. and I sort of built up that um, just being used to having to meet people and just socializing. That when I got into that next semester, I was like instantly a lot more social and a lot more outgoing. And that just coming into the third year, just you know, last year was just a like a year of just like being so outgoing. You've just been cruising, man. It's been, this was crazy, you know? And also, Pat, no, shout out Pat. Shout out to Pat. Shout out to Pat. He, he's also, he's always been one of those people that since like you, you introduced me to him, that instantly he always brought out like my outgoing side, you know? And that's why it's just such chaos because as soon as I'm, I get into that zone oh boy. where I'm outgoing, like I'm just, I'm just loud and I'm laughing a lot. You're a nonstop train, man. <laughs> it's a, just a mess, but it's so fun, you know? And it's just getting out those nerves. That's true. Right. That's that you don't see. And that's sort of like the event, right? At the start, it was sort of like, hey, I have to do this thing. We're going into it. And then I sort of settled in. And then like everything just sort of nerves came down. And then the outgoingness came out. And that was when the, the our group just like, you know, we just took off and just became like almost like a like a virtual party. And it was just, it was just so much fun. It was beautiful, man. It was, it was great. It was, was great. It is. I love the fact how we, we've grown to have this group and we're, we're very welcoming and we're, we're inclusive and we ultimately, we just like to have a fun time. But sometimes I think, damn, what if I never introduced Pat to Luca and the other way around? So true. What would have happened? Who would have Luca put in handcuffs in their sexuality class? <laughs> I got hung. Luca would have handcuffed what? himself. Yeah. That would have been a sad day. <laughs> that was a legendary class. <laughs> To talk for another day. <laughs> That's a story for another day. Oh man, that was great. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh, dude, I like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. I appreciate the fact how you're bringing up the nerves, also too, in like in relation to this podcast. Because mm. let's be real, like we're still figuring it out. Yeah. Right. We're not gonna have it down, you know, to the absolute best. But the goal is to get there every single time to reach and reach a bit more than than the last time that we did this. And I feel that. I feel like, I mean, from where we were in the last episode to what we're doing now, I feel a hundred times more comfortable. And especially like the story that Luca just shared. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's fantastic. Yeah. That's it. And Very just, awesome. I mean, just trust yourself, man. Just 
jump off into the deep end, see what happens. You don't know how to ha- how to swim properly. I have friends that legitimately, I'm sure we all know someone that learned to swim just by their parents throwing them in a body of water. I'm like, okay, swim. Yep. Okay, go for it. <laughs> That's it. I, a good friend of mine uh, from my high school days, you know, he says like, oh, Alan, you had swimming lessons? Like, yeah, did all my courses like that. He says, my mom and my dad, well, they just threw me in a the lake. They told me to swim. <laughs> You know, I could have died, but I made it, you know, I'm like, okay, buddy, (laughs) you know, that's it, man. That's it. I mean, you just got to figure it out. You just got to trust in the process. Throwing yourself, throwing yourself in, honestly, is, is just the way to go. Especially when, you know, you have like over, like when you're overthinking, just go into the situation. And I found that has worked a lot. And we've had a lot of situations where I've sort of been thrown into the, the deep end and like, you know, honestly, some of the greatest stories, some of the greatest times. So that's a fact. That's a so fact. True. So true. For sure, man. And that leads me to ask Alex a question. So first of all, like we love Alex. We do. And it's honestly, we were d- discussing earlier tonight how our our relationship here in this group, how that has come to be and how we've gotten to know each other pretty well in a short period of time and how we're still continuing to know each other. And what I want to ask Alex is like, what has it been like to to jump into this commitment with <laughs> these two bozos here? Okay, at, at times, at times, we're smart too. Let's give ourselves some credit, you know? <laughs> like, I know them. I know these guys. They're from my class. But, like, I mean, like, what, what's the thought process behind you jumping into the deep end, if you will? It's actually pretty interesting because I did disclose in our interviewing class, which is where I really got to know Alan and Luca, that I'm not really um, a friend person in the sense that I like the friends I have now and I didn't really expect to make new ones. Like I'm not really somebody who just meets somebody and then wants to be friends usually. So it was kind of weird when we all kind of just got together and I just started forming a friendship with them because it like I feel like it happened so organically in a way that I kind of didn't really realize so much that that's what was happening and then it just happened and I was okay with it if that makes sense. So it's been quite the ride. I don't really have friends like them outside of uh, this group. So it's a a really really cute dynamic because like we could be really goofy, like really goofy and then just completely switch gears and they'll just reach out and be there like for me or you know we're there for each other type of thing so it's been it's been really good we've definitely become a teeny tiny family and you know I I do love them even in in our short time and I know that they're one of the good ones out there so it's uh I feel like I didn't really answer Alan's question but you went beyond answering my question (laughs) to answer his his question more specifically like I don't know it's just sometimes in life, the most unexpected relationships turn out to be the best ones. And I think I just kind of allowed myself to just trust the process, I guess, if that's how you want to say it, and just see where this relationship was going to take me. And although this podcast is quite the commitment, it's so fun. And, you know, like, we're just, we're tight. So I, I don't know. Obviously, Alan likes this expression, Rome wasn't built in a day. Yeah, but it's a fact. We can still be good friends. Have started this podcast and then just keep growing and learning together. You know, so 
Yeah. Beautiful. <laughs> that was great. Luca, you have permission to cry now. <laughs> Love you. I'm so touching. I feel like a proud papa bear. Yeah. Alan is our uh, dad. For those- <laughs> I'm everyone's dad, apparently. Okay. I'm like, I have too many children here. That was touching, though. That was touching. I felt that. That was real. I, I like what you had to say there. Yeah. I'll look at you guys and be like, damn. You know, like a lot has happened. Like, I mean, we've been doing a lot. We have a lot in our own lives. There's a lot with mm-hmm. school among this group as well, the podcast. But I think that's yeah. the beauty of it. You know, I mean, just roll with what you have in the moment and just see where it takes you. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's why I wanted to do this. You know, that's kind of how I see life. Sometimes it's more like a curse than a blessing to take on more, you know, to bite more, uh, to bite more than you can chew. Is that how the expression goes? Yeah. Yeah. Did I get it? Yeah, I believe yeah. Okay. I don't typically use it, so I don't know how it goes. <laughs> oh, anyway, but um, no, like, I mean, I would just say, have fun. If If you have the thought of wanting to do something, then just do it. Don't think mm-hmm. about it. Just do it. All right. Because the more you start to think about it, then I guarantee you self-doubt will kick in at one point. You know, being like, no, like, I mean, I don't have the means. I don't have the time. I don't have the resources. Yeah, keep filling yourself up with excuses. I get it. I did Mm -hmm. it with this until eventually I just said, you know, fuck it. I'm going to tell Alex, going to tell Luca, and let's just have fun with this. Yeah. Another example too, um, TAing, right, at Mm -hmm. school. That's something that I thought I wasn't good enough to do, that I wasn't smart enough, that I didn't have the grades, I didn't have the means, and that somebody better than myself was going to be able to do it. Until I said, no, come on, just, I mean, take that chance. And it's getting over those nerves, like what Luke is mm-hmm. talking about, literally. Mm-hmm. And going back to what Alex is saying, you see how I'm tying everything together here? You know, about that process. I mean, just try it. I mean, by try, by doing, you know, just get in there and see what happens. Because at the end of the day, you'll be surprised to see what may occur. Yeah. And what you gain from that. And if I, if I didn't take certain chances, didn't say yes, at mm-hmm. the end, I mean... Who knows? I would I wouldn't even like known Luca. I wouldn't have even known you. You know, this podcast wouldn't be its little project that it is now. We wouldn't have known Graham, another good friend of ours. You believe that? A world without Graham, Luca? Shout out Graham. Shout out to Graham. That's it. Oh man, that'd be um, crazy. So you, yeah. I think it's hard to push yourself, you know, but like I mean, you need to want to try and do so. Mm-hmm. And if you have just even the slightest thought of whatever it is you want to do. Like you want to go skydiving, but you're scared of it, go skydiving. Like, I'm terrified of heights, okay? And I, I did that little excursion at uh, the Parc National de Mont-Tremblant recently. It's called the Via Ferrata, and essentially, it's a mixture of rock climbing and hiking. It's basically like traversing a mountainside or the face of a mountain. And you have to, you, you have to climb, uh, holding on, like you're attaching yourself with carabiners, hooks, onto like metallic uh, cables and beams that are embedded in the rock. And then it was 200 meters up and like 500 meters across, something like that. I was scared shitless. I have mm. a phobia of heights. You know, mm-hmm. I wasn't able to climb and it was, it was raining that day as well. And I, I didn't want to tell the guy that I'm scared because if I'm, if I'm scared, he has to do a quick reality check to make sure that I'm composed enough to do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I mean, it wasn't a lie, I would say. It was more like I gave him an alternative fact. So he asked, like, you know, take a hack, darling, you know, like, yeah, I'm like, man, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. I'm like, I mean, it's the first time doing this. So I'm feeling, I'm feeling a lot of things right now. I told him that, which is, yeah. it wasn't, it wasn't a lie. I was feeling happy, scared out of my pants, you know, but I mean, you just have to do it because you'd be surprised what you're capable of doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like Luca getting up there, you know, and having those, those speeches, 
right? And uh, being a part of the association. It's so true. And that all ties in sort of with, in a way with social anxiety with, you know, the driving force behind that, mm. that anxiety being like the unknown, right? Not knowing what's going to happen, the overthinking of the situation, um, regardless if it's, you know, being socially anxious of, you know, being in front of a crowd or just, just a social anxiety of just being outside in public, you know, there's like, like I said, there's like a spectrum where just being out in public and even having to just talk to a cashier or something could be, you know, break such anxiety, you know? That's true. So it's, it's definitely just the unknown. And that's like always when I look back on a lot of situations where like I've had like, let's say like an anxiety attack or something, or I've been like super stressed out or whatever, anxious about something or a situation. It's always like the unknown, right? Being worried and thinking too much ahead in the future instead of just being present and just thinking about what you can control in that moment. In the here you know? and now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How many times have you seen that theory, man? Oh, yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> like every course almost. basically <laughs> it, it's it's true though it's true it is true though yeah no 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 i mean it makes a big difference for sure yeah yeah mm-hmm. i would agree as soon as you start thinking in the future or you start thinking ahead what's going to happen and start overthinking it yeah then that's that's when you're cooked right there mm. it's over you know and that's when the the anxiety starts creeping up and you start getting your head too much and then lucas starts looking at his plant next to him like i think this might be the time <laughs> what plant what plant <laughs> there was no story of a plant though i think don't worry about it <laughs> I don't remember this. I might have been wrong, but I'm pretty sure. No, it was. I don't think it was me. Luca, that's how good it was, man, that you don't remember, but other people do. I don't Wait, remember that. Maybe you didn't throw up in a plant, but did you pee in a plant? No, that wasn't me either, because I wouldn't be the type of person to pee outside. <laughs> Maybe not Alan. Uh, no, 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 no. That's not me. That's not me. <laughs> I'm hey. so confused hey. now. Like I know that there's I don't know. A story there was there, there was a plant. There was a story where I was younger and Back when I was younger, I used to play hockey, and there was this tournament, and I remember we got to the game, right? My parents are there. We're all ready to go to this tournament, and we drove, like I think, a, like an hour and a half or something, or three hours or something. I don't even know. It was like a good little drive, and I get to the, <laughs> I get walking to the stadium, right? And this was one of my problems, like, growing up with anxiety, where I used to always, like, sort of throw up <laughs> right there in front of the stadium, and I throw up in these bushes outside the stadium, and it <laughs> my parents drove all that way. Just to bring me back home because I threw up, so they're not gonna throw me in the ice. And Are you serious? Maybe that's story. Maybe that's maybe that's that story. Yeah, that's why I, had... I remember something with plants. That's like, my first time. Know. This is my they first time been. hearing this story. Yeah, it used to be a big problem. The only sport I never used to like have that problem with was baseball for some reason. Because I used to play hockey in the winter, and then I alternated between baseball and soccer. And for some reason, soccer and hockey used to get me every time. For some reason, yeah, for you know, the big problem. I had to stop. Just because of that, and it was a, a big problem for some reason. And luckily, that hasn't been a big thing with anxiety, really. Other than, like, loss of appetite and stuff, which is oh, wow. okay. something that, you know, like, I'm used to whenever I get nervous and stuff. Mm-hmm. But you just sort of adjust to it, especially with, you know, like, with the last few years, you know, sort of being more of in, like, a, a routine of, like, tracking food and stuff. Like, you sort of learn to, like, you know, balance out your week if you're having, a, like, a really anxious day. Like that day that we had the event, I barely ate that day just because I, no, I had so much nerves. Really? Yeah. That's just that's just normal. That's just like how I am. Wow. Okay. But after like yeah. after that day's done, the next day like I went back to eating normal and even more just to catch up for the for the day I lost, you know? So it's a balance. Yeah. It's a balance, you know. But I, I just find this so fascinating how I mean anxiety it's quite a unique concept, you know, it affects us all in different ways. Like for myself, mm-hmm. I mean, I find that in times when I'm anxious, stressed, or, or quite nervous, I tend to overeat. Mm. I do yeah, that. That's very common. Yeah. And I tend to overeat and 
particularly to like when I have to like produce a paper, for instance, and the deadline is it's, it's coming up, it's like crawling up on you. Yeah, I'll have like a meal, let's say at 12 p.m., like a little bit of everything. Okay, keep me going. And like, you know me, I can eat a lot of food, man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then by one thirty, okay, literally an hour and a half later or two, not even two hours, I'm starving again. Mm. And I'm just like, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah. You know, and I came to realize like, no, that's the anxiety kicking in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's for sure. Yeah. How do you guys usually deal? Do you guys have any like tricks to deal with anxiety? Uh, not necessarily so, maybe not social because i know i guess you guys probably take in some kind of social anxiety as well but mm-hmm. just maybe anxiety overall how do you guys deal with it and have you guys have any tricks to confront it first of all know that oh okay i'm clearly anxious right now have a quick reality check with yourself ask yourself mm-hmm. oh why am i anxious i mean people don't even know sometimes as to what it could be it could be mm-hmm. an underlying issue for instance that you put in the back of your mind who knows but uh no that's what i do and i just I just tell myself, you know, no, I mean, to hell with it. I mean, it's here, but like you have to do whatever you have to do. And that's that. Like, I mean, take oral presentations, for instance. When I was younger, I hated them. I dreaded them. You know, I mean, my legs would start to shake. So my hands, you know, I might feel my heart racing out of my chest. I just like it was not for me. And nowadays, mm-hmm. if you know me, especially in the program, I get up in front of, mm-hmm. you know, the class. I'll just do my thing. Oh, I'm yeah, very excited. I'm very excited to do it. And maybe it's the environment to where I am. I feel very comfortable. It's open. It's it's accepting of uh, of everyone and anyone. But um, I think just confronting it, you know, just being being real with yourself. Actually, um, I think this works for any type of anxiety, whether it's, you know, performance anxiety, social anxiety, or just anxiety attacks in general. Like I've learned this technique and used it for myself as well that I personally find helpful. It's a grounding method and it's called the 54321 method. So you just have to ask yourself these, I guess, statements or questions. So it's five things that you can feel, four things that you can see, three things that you could hear, two things you could smell, and one thing you could taste. So just asking yourself these, I guess, questions and just having like it's giving your brain a chance to focus on something else other than what's making you anxious. And for me personally, that's worked. I had to use it today. My mom is the one who introduced me to this technique. So she had to do this grounding method with me today when we left the clinic or the um, like the the drive through clinic because I was just very anxious about like having to have the test done and then finding out about the positive test at my or result at my school so it was just a bit of a bit of anxious emotions in that moment and it was just really helpful to get my mind off of it so that's something Mm. that helps me and has your mom been using was that something she used to use when she was I mean is that something she still currently uses I mean where did she get that from I'm not sure actually. It's like is the first time that like she's really done it like right away. So I don't know if it's something that she just recently found or she's always knew about but hasn't really done it much, but she did it with me today and it was it was really helpful, but it's something that like I've known about. So mom knows best. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's interesting. Maybe I'll try that next time. Yeah. Yeah. You can just look it up on Google. Literally just five, four, three, two, one method. 
Mm-hmm. Okay. I think it'd be useful, actually, for real. Mm-hmm. All right. That's interesting. You yeah. Give it a shot. Come back. Let you know. Alex, <laughs> I wanted to let you know. I tried it out, and you're full of shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> and you never know. Like, some things are for some people. Some things you know, they yeah. work or they don't. But I'm, I'm definitely willing to give it a shot. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I think definitely getting your head out of the like that cycle of overthinking, like in uh, a situation like that, could be really useful for sure. Yeah, you know, and I could just imagine for people that go through constant like anxiety attacks all the time, like how hard it could be just to, you know, get out of that zone when you get you get yourself in that cycle, and start going through an anxiety attack. Mm-hmm. You know, I've I'm lucky I only went through like one, I think. Yeah, one like not like when I was younger, I, like. See, at the time, it's weird because when you're younger, like, no one knows what it is. Like, my parents are like, okay, he's just, I don't know, he's throwing up before games. But you don't really know that. You know, when you grow up, it's sort of, you sort of learn that it's anxiety attacks, mm. you know? Yeah. And my sister has always been the sort of the person that first noticed that I had social anxiety when I was younger. Oh. And she always, like, sort of took lead to, like, make me not feel um, anxious in public and stuff because she knew that I was, I was socially um, anxious a lot, mm-hmm. you know? So that was, that's, it's just interesting to to see that but definitely like i think that's a good tactic for sure to go ahead how did um how did your sister pick up on your social anxiety or realize that you seem to be someone that was an anxious person i don't even know honestly she's always been sort of ahead of her time with like she like she i'd even know anxiety was before she started talking about what anxiety was like she's always been sort of ahead on that stuff and she just noticed, like, she'd be like, my mom be like, oh, why are you, why are you nervous about this? Mm-hmm. My sister would be like, because he has social anxiety. And I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I have what? <laughs> but it's just so true, you know, being in situations. And obviously, like, now, like, like it's so much different. Like, I I'm, I, I get anxious or whatever before, like, little whatever presentations or talking in front of big groups and stuff. But it's not like I'm barely ever anxious. And I actually, like, look forward to socializing mm-hmm. with people now. You know, like, just that switch. And obviously, this is all because of more or less this program, right? human relations pretty much pushing me shout out to putting me for real because like they straight up throw you into situations right dive you head first right? all the uh socializing bro it's all the circles bro. and singing kumbaya oh god <laughs> okay disclaimer <laughs> we don't actually sing kumbaya that's it kumbaya, we, what's that we, we could we could you know? definitely could who knows uh we we, we do have the, the circle formations you know helpful though bit awkward at first if you don't know if you've never really been exposed to an environment like mm-hmm. that and you'll be going down that road for a few years oh god oh but yes. it's a lot of fun it's a lot of fun at it, the end it definitely day. pushes you it does to, to be more social yeah, yeah. No, to get out there yeah, for sure what i just find fascinating is the people i mean uh, we're all different but those who start off in the program and get to the end of the program and still feel uncomfortable to a certain level regarding their anxiety in front of others in this case a social anxiety mm-hmm. and I, i'm i'm only curious to know because like i mean oh that's it's fascinating knowing that there have been a lot of opportunities i mean not only in presentations or in uh, or in speeches or what have you but i mean there's just a lot of exercises through group facilitations um we have so many different activities uh check-ins checkouts that are being hosted at a time that I don't know. I mean, maybe my perception is that most, I would think that most people that walk through the doors of agency come out feeling more confident in their ability to handle their anxiety and mm-hmm. to to present themselves in manners that they don't have to question about being nervous. Mm-hmm. You know? mm-hmm. But I mean, hey, so yeah, I mean, we're all different. Yeah. You know, it's not for everyone. And I mean, maybe it doesn't always make sense as well. That happens. 
Mm-hmm. You know, you could work at something for years and scratch your head and be like, I still don't get it. Yeah. yeah. I feel like the people who are in our, our program who might still, you know, feel maybe not anxious because maybe some people just don't like speaking in front of people. Not yeah. necessarily no, because no, they're anxious, that's fair. You know, they just don't like it. For the most part, I, w- I would think personally, I'm not trying to make any assumptions about people, but those who don't really participate or don't make the most out of what the program is trying to offer would most likely be those who either don't feel comfortable or still don't like talking in front of groups for any reason doesn't have mm-hmm. to necessarily be anxiety related. Mm-hmm. No, of course not. Yeah. I feel like if you participate in class, if you really embrace the whole program, you know, whether you liked public speaking before the program or not, it's just something like it's a, a skill, I guess, that you just learn mm-hmm. and naturally just ease into. Obviously, there's always going to be that little pit in your stomach or the sensation that you have to go pee beforehand, you know, oh, yeah. get those little nerves. But I think that's just how it is for everybody, no matter how comfortable you feel like mm-hmm. in front of people. I don't know. That's true. That's true. I remember Luke and I had a presentation in diversity, uh, a diversity course we took last year. And even beforehand, him and I both had to go use the bathroom. But <laughs> every time. Every time. Every time. <laughs> but that was, we had a killer performance and we had a great time as well. Yeah. We had a great group. That's though. it. No, no, no. It, it, was, it was quite solid. No, I would agree with that, Alex. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. Yeah, definitely. That's a good point. Right. Yeah. You develop it. Plus, the program's way more exciting and way more fun if you actually participate and if you embrace it you know yeah because it's it's so much fun but of course i mean you if you really want to do something you're going to end up doing it ultimately Mm -hmm. i I, I personally believe that at the end of the day yeah that's clearly the case i mean with what we have going on here talking about it too like i mean it it could get a hold of you that anxiety but if you just like i said come back have a reality check and if you fight through it go for anything Mm -hmm. there's nothing stopping you but yourself that's so true words of motivation (laughs) yeah i love it man i love it but uh no i mean embracing this program or just really really trying to soak up every single little penny that we've put into it Uh, actually pennies don't exist in canada anymore every every five cents you know (laughs) i have to work up the chain here guys um no i mean that's 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 what's happened here think about Mm -hmm. it right i mean just i mean oh you know what i remember there's a nice place next to our our department in Montreal West called Sulaki George's. Or Su- go to. Uh, shout it, out. Go to. Yep. Yeah, to go to. If, they, if they're listening to this, shout out to Sulaki George. Yeah, hopefully they're doing good out there. Please so. Um, I remember at times like I mean, we'll finish a class. I'm, I might go with Luca with Pat and maybe somebody else that we would just started talking to in whatever class it may be. Be like, hey, we're about to grab lunch. Would you like to join us? And that's the essence of it of HSC at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. You know, it's to connect. It's to relate. Mm. Relate your humanistic side. <laughs> oh, sorry. It's so true. Yeah. But no, that's it's so that's what it's all about. It's about just, I mean, the collaboration and how how we could just, I mean, work on what we already have and just, just push forward to, to create new meaning, however you see that. Yeah. Mm. So true. So true. Yeah, definitely. And I think that people have, you know, obviously like this program has sort of pushed me to have people that aren't in a program that necessarily pushes you to be in situations where you have to socialize you know if you're dealing with like social anxiety i think just taking baby steps to slowly get out of your zone you know the way when i first started this program to where i am now is just slowly slowly pushing myself a little bit outside of that comfort zone and just sort of learning that everything's okay 
you know that that thought that's in your head that anxiety that you're gonna mess up and make a mistake like people don't people don't take the time like after someone messes up like you don't you're not there like thinking your whole day oh my god i messed up like it's legit in your head for like a split second and then you go on with your life and i think that's one thing just that helped me a lot is just to realize that people don't really care yeah you know and i think that's <laughs> that's just the truth you know and, and a lot of time the anxiety behind it is just worrying what other people are gonna say or think but in reality they just, they just don't honestly no. care they're just they're living their own life they have that's their it. own problems that's it and it's just sort of taking baby steps till you get to a point where you, you know you're it. slowly gonna yeah. become more 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 comfortable maybe not going but more comfortable uh being in social situations exactly mm-hmm. so i mean why why give a shit then right just do it just do it exactly just like this i mean i guarantee you we're gonna have people tuning into this episode being like oh okay this is starting to sound like shit right and then maybe they'll critique this or they'll critique that and then they'll wander off and be like i don't know what i did with like the last 20 minutes yeah (laughs) (laughs) that's it but they won't care they're gonna move on just like that yeah it's so true that's so that's true. Good. Plus, like, that's what happened. we're just we're just here trying to spread our spread our experience, and hopefully, people could resonate with stuff. You know, like true. I'm sure there's other people that have thrown up and planned <laughs> before, and who can uh, relate my story. You know, and who have had gone through anxiety attacks, the like I have, where you just throw up, like, throw up everywhere, and it's just exactly yeah. yeah. Nice, nice touch you there, know? Luca. Yeah. <laughs> hey, 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 and if if you guys started off listening to this episode, had no idea where it's going, and you're thinking like what is this but you got to the end you got to the end for whatever the reason may be thank you yeah thank you yeah thank you you. that's it let's go thank you that's all we have to say (laughs) to everyone listening exactly we got over a hundred downloads on episode one thank you thank you to everyone who watched that that is honestly like so surreal i think a hundred people went to check out our episode like that's just crazy that's a big step for us Hey, yeah, and, it's honestly means a lot to us. And shout yeah. out to the person in Alberta because there's only one of you out there <laughs> that actually listened to us. We don't know who you are, yeah. all right? But hey, thanks. <laughs> one guy in Mexico, uh, yeah, or Lee, that's guy true. or Lee. <laughs> People might be wondering, okay, how do they know specifically? Well, our stats that are presented oh, with our host server that launches our podcast out onto all the major platforms. So they they tell us the details as to where our listeners are coming from, which is pretty cool. So yeah, shout out to everyone. That's the bottom line. And I actually just want to say something real quick before we wrap up today. Um, we're not going to spoil the surprise, but it's just to let everybody know who's gotten to the end of this episode that we do have something very, very exciting coming up. Oh. We have a very special guest joining us in our next podcast. You'll have to wait to find out who, but just giving you this little teeny tiny bit of information so that you guys want to come back and listen. Alex, who is it? You'll have to find out. No, no, no. no. Like, I mean, I honestly forgot. Who is it? (laughs) Yeah, no, that's not going to (laughs) work. Fine. I'll tell you after. Okay. All right. That sounds good. Okay, guys. So I think we're going to wrap it up. It's been a long day. It's been a long day. But a great day. That's it. And just remember, guys, it's not how you start the day. It's how you finish it. (laughs) I can. All right. So we're going to wrap this up. I wish you all a good night, good day, good afternoon, wherever you are. Stay beautiful. Take care, everyone. Hey, Luca didn't forget this time. Let's go. You got it. You got it. Outro us out, Alan. We are Alpha Relations. Driving the change forward. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>